Alrighty, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Eric Roberts Fitness Podcast. Hope you guys are out there doing super well during these crazy quarantine times. This is actually my first day of quarantine. My gym shut down, so I'm still going to work out, so don't worry about it. But um, yeah, it's my first day, so I'm going to try to, I mean, shoot, I'm going to try to do a lot more podcasts, a lot more articles, a lot more videos, a lot more posts. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to going to try to be as active as I can. So if you have something you want covered or if you have a question or you're bored during these times, like please feel free to reach out and I'll try to cover anything I possibly can. Um, one quick note before we get into the podcast, which I think is going to be a very good podcast, especially during these these quarantine times, these everything's shut down times. Um, if and when you do get back into the gym, I have recently started putting out much more exercise content on my YouTube channel and it's mainly exercise tutorial videos, but it's not just like, oh, this is how you do a squat or this is how you do a, a bench press. Like, it's, it's a lot of stuff like, yes, how to do it, but also common mistakes, what muscles you should feel, what, uh, how, how you fix those common mistakes, just anything along those lines. It's a, bit, it's a lot more in-depth than, than what I've seen most you know, exercise tutorial videos do. So please feel free to go to my YouTube channel, check that out. I, I think it can help a lot of people. Again, this is why I've been fortunate to coach in person for three years now because I, I just kind of can tell – and I have a good knowledge, a base knowledge of what people respond well to, what people need help with the most when it comes to certain exercises. So I think it can help a lot of people. So if, if you are one of those people who wants to know more about your exercises, if you're doing them right, what common mistakes you might be making, how you can fix them, head over to the YouTube channel, check that out. I would be happy to help you out. So with that being said, let's get into the podcast. And as you can see from the title, this is a podcast on boredom eating, and I don't really, I don't want to say binge eating, but it can definitely lead into binge eating. So, due to all obviously the crazy world we currently live in, and how everything's shut down, and people are working from home, and you can't go anywhere, you can't go to restaurants, da 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 da. Like, I think this would be a good time to touch on this topic. Just. First and foremost, because I've had so many people reach out to me and say, hey, what can I do about this? Like, I'm home all day. My kids are going to drive me crazy. I don't have to clean the house. Like, it's going to be hard. What can I do about just making sure I don't just, quote, unquote, boredom eat or just eat eat out of boredom to eat just because I don't have anything else to do? So that's first and foremost. But second, I think it's important because that's why I prefaced it with the first thing is that you're definitely not alone. Like, there's a lot of people out there who are who are – this has come into their mind with this time, with this crazy time that we're living in. It has come into their mind like if I'm home all day, what the hell am I going to do? I'm just going to eat all day. And that's the one of the main things I want to point out is like you're you're definitely not alone. So don't think that you can't talk to somebody or don't think that I don't understand or like anything. I think it's important because what most people do is they think that what they're doing is wrong and like they don't want to tell anybody. They're, they try to keep it to themselves. And one of the main things I want to say is – if you need to reach out to me, reach out to me. But like, there's definitely a lot of people out there who struggle with the same thing. So I want to make that very clear. But all that being said, today I'm going to go over not not only like things to think about because the very first thing, first and foremost, is like this is something that is usually mindless, and we're going to get into that in a second. But that's why I want to give you things to think about, but also things you can do that can maybe prevent it, things you can do to try to help it, and and things you can do to just make sure that you keep your health goal a, a priority during all this. Because I know it's crazy. I know your kids are going to drive you crazy. I know you don't have anything to fucking do. Like I understand that. But just during these times, if you can almost think about things first and then give yourself a checklist, I, I think that is kind of a good plan to have. And I, I hope by the end of this podcast, you'll have a good plan going into, you know, the however long this this quarantine state lasts. So getting into it, first and foremost, the, the first thing I want to talk about with, with boredom eating and or binge eating in, in general is 
it's usually mindless. Like I said earlier, like you're, you're usually not thinking about it because if you were truly thinking about it, you wouldn't probably do it, right? Like most people, if they truly thought about it, they probably wouldn't binge eat or they probably wouldn't just eat a whole bag of chips just because like they, they know that's not the quote unquote right thing to do, but usually it's just mindless and usually it's very impulsive. It's, it's something it's it's impulsive in the sense that like yes it's going to make you happy right now in the short term it gives you something to, it gives you something to do in the short term and we'll talk about this later but it's usually something that once you get done you're like well fuck why did I do that like it's it's something you you feel bad about but you do it anyway and and that's something that most people have a hard time have a hard time grasping and have a hard time thinking why do they keep doing it doing it doing it and this is what I want to go into because like I like I said it's usually impulsive so. What that normally means is like usually when you give into impulsive desires, whether it is food, whether it is like it's the other things we can go into, but whatever it is, like when you give into these impulsive desires and you know it's probably not right, but you mindlessly do it anyway, and it's usually something you can't really control in the moment unless you really think about it. But when you give into them, you don't feel good. Like Five minutes after, you're like, well, fuck, why did I do that? Five minutes after, you, you, you feel like shit. Like, you feel heavy. You feel bloated. You feel like you, your stomach is so full. Like, you, you, you don't feel good when you do it, whether it is physically or, or mentally and emotionally. But the thing is, because you, because you keep giving into that impulsive emotional response that you're having, that, that your, your brain is having, when you give into it, you don't feel good. Your, your your body doesn't feel good. You don't feel good. You don't feel strong mentally. You don't feel confident mentally. And and that cycle will just keep perpetuating itself over and over and over again because you do it. You don't feel good. And then you're like, well, fuck. I, I you know I, I don't feel good. I'm, I'm I, I failed this and that. You have a bad connotation of yourself. So you're like, okay, well, I can't control it. So I'm just going to keep doing it. And it just keeps happening over and over and over again. And the first thing I want you to think about is just thinking about it because like I said earlier it's it's usually mindless so even just listening to this podcast right now I probably promise you you are going to have a better grasp a, a better grip on it just because you're listening to me yell just because you're listening to me talk about it because your mind is going to be working now so when you go into the pantry after you get done working at your desk for three hours when you go into the pantry you might think twice about having that bag of chips you might think twice about having that cookie laying out on the counter and that's just because you're thinking about it. For for some people, just listening to something like this or, or just reading something or, or whatever it is, consuming anything revolving it, goes a long way in having them realize like, okay, maybe I should think more about what I'm doing. Maybe I should rethink this. Maybe I should make more conscious decisions. And, and, and just from this alone, just from thinking about it alone can help a lot of people. And that's honestly why I'm doing this. So that's first and foremost to just think about it. The second thing I want you to think about is after you've taken that step in the right direction, just thinking about it, I mentioned this on one of my previous podcasts, but distinguishing a, a, a emotional response from a logical response and, and even emotional decision from a logical decision is something that really could be said a, a lot for because it's it's the act of realizing it's an impulsive decision and, and you're going to have to work on saying no to that impulsive decision. You're, you're going to have to work on and, and, and trust me, it's it's hard as hell. Like it, it, especially for people who binge eat and or just eat out of boredom. Like it is hard to to sit there and say, okay, no, I'm gonna take, I, I'm gonna take a second to actually think about what I'm doing. Like I'm gonna take a step back and think about if I, if I'm really hungry, if I really if I really want this food, if what I'm going to do right now is going to make me proud 
five minutes from now, an hour from now, 24 hours from now. Because one thing I talked about earlier is it's, it's, it's easy to just sit there and have that food, but then five minutes later feel like shit about yourself. And then once you feel like shit about yourself, nothing good happens from there. Like you're just going to keep spiraling down a path you don't want to go down. You, you don't want to go down, but through your actions, it, it leads you down that path. So the first thing I can say is you have to realize that it's an impulsive decision that you are that you are dealing with. And you have to find a way to re, remap how your brain thinks basically. And, and one, one way is just literally taking – five minutes to sit there and think about it and and taking those five minutes to truly think about, am I hungry? Is is this decision going to help me? Am I going to be proud of this decision? Because like I said earlier, it's, it's hard as hell. Like it's, it's very easy to just eat mindlessly. Like that does not require much effort from your brain, right? Like you can go into the, into the kitchen, grab something from the pantry, eat it and be done. Like that, that doesn't take much effort from you, especially when you, your kids are home driving you crazy, especially when you're working from home and you have to deal with your kids and you have to clean your house and you have, you have to deal with your spouse when all these things are going on. It's it's hard to then take that next step and say, okay, I need to think about what I'm eating because like it, that takes a lot of mental energy and I, and I totally understand that. But my thing is taking that extra five minutes and, and literally put your phone down, take an extra five minutes to think about what what decision you're about to make and if that decision is going to make you the most proud five minutes from now or when you wake up the next morning and think about the day before because what happens is in in the same way you think that an impulsive decision is is not a big deal that then keeps going into like it's it's easy to hide it and it's easy to just say you know kind of fuck it because no one's looking or it's it's not that big of a deal it's just a snack or but all that stuff adds up. And, and the one thing I want you to think about is in the same way that you impulsive eat, right? You're, you're, you eat out of boredom and then you feel bad about yourself. You feel like, why the hell did I just do that? Why, why did I not be strong enough? Which is a, a thing I hear a lot uh, from a lot of people is like, they're not strong enough. Why was I not strong enough to say no? And, and why do I keep doing this? And they get mad. They get disappointed. In the same way to think about that, the same way you should think about if you do take that extra five minutes to then make that decision to think about it and then probably make the decision to not eat it just because you realize you're bored and, and you don't want to eat when just because you're bored, you're not even hungry, you're just bored. From taking that extra five minutes to think about it beforehand, you will feel good about yourself. And, and from you feeling good about yourself, you will want that feeling to keep going. Like you, you will feel strong. You will feel confident. You will have high self-efficacy. You will feel like you're in control and you, and you can do this. And the one time you do that, it's going to be hard as hell. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Like for a lot of people, it is very, very hard to sit there and say, okay, what am I doing? Why am I eating this? Am I eating because I'm hungry? Am I eating because I'm bored? Like to derail that impulsive decision takes a lot of mental effort. And, and I'm not saying it doesn't, but in the same way that you feel bad about yourself because you're not putting in that mental effort, when you do put in that extra five minutes to think about it, it will go a long way because you will feel great about yourself. You And, and physically, you won't feel bloated. You won't feel full. You won't feel like your stomach's about to pop out of your pants. Like You will feel good about yourself overall. So taking these extra five minutes to sit there and think about it and, and go through in your head what's actually going on. Yeah, it, it's going to take mental effort. But the thing is, once you do it one time, you'll do it a second time because you'll feel good about yourself. You'll, you'll feel strong. You'll feel confident. You'll feel like you accomplished something. 
And that feeling, I promise you, will feel much, much greater than the feeling of the, the three minutes you, you eat out of boredom. Because that feeling that you didn't eat out of boredom will last you the rest of the day. And then when you go into the next day, you're like, well, shit, I want to keep this going. Okay, let me make sure I try to think about what I'm doing, try to think about my, my food choices, my decision choices. And once you keep doing that over and over and over again, that will lead you down a path of creating a habit of doing that. And then once you have the habit of doing that over you know, a week, two weeks, six weeks, whatever it is, that habit will carry you into just doing that as, as what you normally do. In the same way right now, you normally just eat out of boredom. From that one time, from taking that one action to take that five minutes and think about what you're doing and think about the impulsive decision versus the logical decision, when you do that one time, it will create a snowball effect, but in a good way. Because most people, when they think about snowball effect, they think about binging, they, they think about going down bad, bad roads of food choices. But the same thing can happen for, for a good route of food choices. The same thing can happen for, for good. So that's what I strongly urge you to think about next time. Practicing that discipline of thinking about what will make you the most proud. What what will make you the most proud and what make you, what will make you feel the best long term? Because everybody always says, you know, li- live in the moment. And that's cool. But when we're talking about stuff like this, living in the moment is doing you a disservice. Because you just keep eating, eating, eating. And for that four minutes of pleasure or for 20 minutes of pleasure that you get out of, whether it is like met, whether it is emotional pleasure or whether it is just giving you something to do, like just because you're bored, you're going to eat. But after that 10 minutes is up of you eating, you're like, well, fuck, why did I just do that? As opposed to doing that, what decision is going to make you the most proud long-term? Like when you wake up tomorrow and step on the scale, what is going to make you the most proud? Whether you ate that 10 minutes just because you were bored or you actually took five minutes beforehand to think about it and, and actually derailed that 10 minutes of you eating. So in reality, you're spending less time because you're just eating, you're, you're thinking about five minutes of it as opposed to eating for 10 minutes. So really you save five minutes. So you get five minutes of your life back. It's a win-win all around. But I can't tell you enough how contagious that feeling is when you feel strong, when you feel confident, when you feel like you have control over your food choices. That feeling is much, much better than the 10 minutes of satisfaction you get from boredom eating. Because that feeling lasts a long, long time. So that is something to think about. And that's what I really want you to kind of hone in on. If you get one thing from this podcast is hone in on that. Hone in on the last six, seven minutes of what I just talked about. Because I promise you, just making that mental flip is is going to do you well. I promise you. Beyond that, getting into tactics. Like I said, honestly, what I would very first and foremost do is take legit five minutes before you, before you eat anything. Take four to five minutes, put your phone down. Don't because what most people do is they'll be on their phone when they're eating because so again, they're mindless. Like they're not thinking about it. They're, they're scrolling through Instagram. They're scrolling through Facebook. They're reading an article. They're watching a YouTube video. They're not thinking. They're just on their phone mindlessly. And that's, that's honestly what I do because I have to eat so many calories, but that's because I know I have to do that. Like I can just scroll through sports stuff on, on my phone and just kind of read while I eat because half the time I'm not even hungry anyway. So, but I have to eat because I want to gain weight. So like it can go in both ways, but your phone is a tool where you don't, you don't have to think about things or you, you can put your mind in different places. So you just let yourself eat, put your phone down, try to rid yourself from distractions. I know your kids are probably home. I know the job. I know that I understand that. But if you can take five minutes, I mean, legit five minutes, I mean, what, what is five minutes in the span of a whole day, really? And again, if you, if you want to change this, if you, if you want to change your physique, if you want to change your relationship with food, what is five minutes? If you don't have five minutes, what do you have to change yourself, right? So taking five minutes and just deciding after that, once you take that five minutes and think things out, 
if you still decide after that you want to eat, go for it. Like I, whatever. Like it's it's not a big deal. But just taking that five minutes to do that first and foremost, I think is going to be a big step for you because I think from that five minutes, like I just touched on earlier in the past, you know, ten minutes of this podcast, I think that will lead you down a path of okay, I'm not actually hungry. I'm just eating out of boredom. I don't want to eat out of boredom because I want to stop this habit. I, I want to stop this whatever I'm doing. I want to stop it. So I think getting you that extra five minutes is first and foremost taking that again before you before you go into the pantry before you get done work like whatever it is taking that five minutes it will go a long way for you. The next thing I can tell you is having a glass of water, a full glass of water before you eat. This can not only help with like the mindfulness because if you're sitting there drinking a full glass of water, you're probably not just gonna gulp the whole thing down. I mean I do that, but you're probably not just gonna gulp the whole thing down. It's probably gonna take you four, five, six sips. And from that four, five, six sips, A, you can practice mindfulness because you can sit there and, and as you drink the water, you can think about, okay, what am I about to eat? Why am I about to eat it? What am I about to eat? Like, what what is the makeup of what I'm eating? Do I have protein? Do I have vegetables? Do I have carbs? Do I have fats? Like, is it a sweet? Is it processed? Did I just make this? You can go through all these things because you're just sitting there drinking water. And again, like, I would put your phone down, but if you're sitting there drinking water, you can practice this mindfulness because it will help you take that extra time. That's why I'm saying that. Take the five minutes, and if you need help with that, get a full glass of water and drink that before you eat anything because that will that will allow you to practice this mindfulness I've been talking about. And that's one tactic I love using for people is do this because inevitably, if you put your phone down, you will practice mindfulness just by doing this. So not only will you practice mindfulness, but it will also fill you up because if you have a whole glass of water, it's probably going to fill your stomach up a bit more than, than if you didn't, right? So if you have a full glass of water – you can get fuller from that. Just literally just your, your hunger signals will kind of go away. So you might even realize that, A, not only did you practice mindfulness, but in, in, in comparison with being full or, or in conjunction is probably a better term, in conjunction with being full, that mindfulness plus being full, you're not going to go boredom eat because, A, you thought about it, but, B, you're not even hungry at this point and you realize you're not hungry because your hunger signals are turned off. So if, if you can do this, these two things together, I, I love doing. And, and I mean, obviously, obviously the, the, the third thing would be is just having water is just great. Most people don't drink enough water. So if you can have a glass of water, excuse me, if you can have a glass of water every time before you eat, these three things all together, you can practice mindfulness, you'll probably be less hungry, and you'll get more water. Like I, all those things are great things. So why not just do that before you eat, right? So that's one huge thing I love doing for people. And I've seen work very, very well for people. The next thing I can say is when you are going to eat, if it's a meal, have it all on one plate. Like have make sure it fits on one plate and and legit put a plate out and put it on there because what most people do is when they're when they're bored, they just go into the pantry, get a bag of chips and start eating it. Or they they go into the bag and and they put it, they, they grab two cookies and they eat it, but they don't ever actually portion it out. So put it all on a plate. If it fits on one plate, that's much better than you doing just grabbing it and going, grabbing it and going, grabbing it and going. Like you're not actually practicing portion control. You're not you're not practicing portion sizes. Put it all in one plate and make sure that plate has protein and veggies on it. If it's if it's a meal, I want to make sure that you have protein and veggies on that on that one plate. And after that, however the fuck you want. I don't give a shit, but make sure you have protein, make sure you have veggies on that plate. This will help you practice once again mindful because you're have to portion out the portion sizes, but it will make sure that you're getting protein, you're getting veggies. Those things are going to fill you up. Like that is going to help fill you up for the rest of the day. And not only the rest of the day, but right then and there. But that will make sure you don't eat as much. And all this together, having it on one plate, practicing mindfulness, protein, veggies, all of it, 
is going to make sure you don't eat as much. So especially if you have fat loss goals, this will help in that fat loss goal because this will get you in a calorie deficit as well because it's all on one plate. If half of your plate is protein and veggies, realistically, you can't really have that many carbs or fats on the other half of the plate. Like it, it normally just doesn't work like that. That's why this is great. So having it all fit on one plate and making sure you have protein and veggies. As far as snacks go, first and foremost, I would try to limit yourself to like two snacks a day. I, I try to limit yourself to, and I love doing this, especially if we don't like counting calories or do have problems with like binge eating and stuff. Having three meals and two snacks is such a great thing to do. I've talked about it before, but it's such a great thing. And Going on the snacks, make sure they fit in the palm of your hand. So obviously everybody's hand is different. Mine's fucking huge. But make sure it fits in the palm of your hand. And try to make sure it has some type of fruit, some type of protein, some type of veggie. Like something like that, whether it's Greek yogurt and, 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 a, and a banana or whether it is you know, carrots and fucking celery, whatever it is. Make sure you try to have some type of fruit, fruit, fruit protein, and veggies. The, those three things right there with combining that – the snack fits the palm of your hand with combining that you have two to three max snacks a day. That will put you in a really, really good place because once you have structure, the, the thing is most people don't even have structure. Like they don't have a plan. They have no clue what they're doing. If you can tell yourself have three meals and two snacks and the snacks fit the palm of your hand, it has to be protein, veggies, or fruit. And the meals have to be three plates all fitting on one plate, breakfast, lunch, dinner, all fits on one plate. Half the plate is protein and veggies. You're starting to create a structure for yourself. And when you go to boredom eat, you will remember this structure. It's going to be hard. You're going to still take effort and energy to do it. But it's going to take a lot of the kind of the, the stress out of your life, the anxiousness out of your life because you know you're having three meals and two snacks. You know that's the plan. You know you want to stick to that. So, again, that will be in the back of your mind when you go to boredom eat. When you go to have a snack that you've already had two snacks, you might say, okay, I've already had my, my two meals, my two snacks. Let me just wait till dinner. And, and again, let me make sure my dinner fits on one plate. It has protein and veggies on half the plate. All of this structure allows you to just think about things that much more. And again, it's going to take effort on your part. If if you don't want to make a change, the, the, the change is not going to happen. I, I, can't, I can't do that for you. But if you do want to make a change and you do put effort into practicing these things, I swear to God it's going to make a huge difference for you. And I don't do that often, but I swear to God it's going to make a huge difference for you just because I've seen it over and over and over again with, with clients that I work with and with, with just stories in general from people. So go into that thing one more time. Take five minutes to think about what you're doing. If, you know, Right before you eat, take five minutes. Have a glass of water before every meal, every time you eat. If you're having three meals and two snacks, have that meal fit on one plate and make sure that plate has protein and veggies on it. Preferably half the plate has protein and veggies. And then the two snacks, make sure your snacks fit in the palm of your hand. Have some type of fruit, protein, or veggie, whatever that is. And again, try to limit yourself to two to three snacks a day. Like I would, I would try to limit yourself to two to three snacks a day, especially if you boredom meat. I would probably go two snacks a day. All of these things, you know, the, the the first half of the podcast, I talked about what to kind of think about, what what to what to mentally think about. Because if you're not there mentally, I can give you all the suggestions in the world. It, none of it's going to matter. Like I could tell you the perfect plan, but you're not going to do it because mentally you're not there. That's why I think. The mental side of fitness is the most important side of fitness because if you're not there, you're not there. You're not going to do it. it. It doesn't matter how great your plan is. You just won't do it. So think about things first and foremost. Go back and honestly, if you want to, go back and re-listen to the first half of the podcast that talks about what we just talked about with like the mindfulness and, and what decision is going to make you the most ha- the, the most proud, the happiest. Like what what is going to be long-term best for you? And 
that impulsive desire to just boredom eat just because you have nothing else to do or, or binge eat just because it, that impulsiveness is not going to make you proud long term. That's why they write books about sins of impulsiveness. Like just because you want to do it in the moment doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. So think about that as you do it. And again, go through the checklist we just talked about. These times are weird. I understand. And like it's probably going to require more effort from you because your kids are home, because you have to work from home, because things are just different. And I totally understand that. But that doesn't mean it's impossible. It, is it harder? Yeah, maybe. But that doesn't mean it's impossible. And, I, and that has to be said because the more you think that it's not possible, the less effort you put in in general. The, le- the less effort you put in, the worse path you're going to go down. And I, and I want this time – I know it's a weird time, but you're still in control of your actions. You can't go to the gym. You can still work out at home. You can't, you can't have your normal routine where you go to work and you're not you know, dealing with your kids all day. I understand it's hard, but – it's still possible. It's not impossible. You just have to put in more effort. So it's possible, but if you're willing to put in more effort. So I hope you are willing to. Again, if if you want to talk to me about this, if, if you have a question, if you have a concern, please feel free to re- reach out to me via Instagram, via DM, text me, email me, whatever whatever you want to do. Like I would love to help you with this, and I would, I would be happy to try to help you. One of the main things that I love about being a coach is I can provide that accountability to people that most people don't get during their daily life. And, and it's different from a spouse or, you know, your, uh, uh, your kids or whatever it is. It, for whatever reason, it's psychologically, it's different. So that's why I love being a coach because I can provide some form of accountability to you. If you want accountability, please feel free to reach out to me. I would, I would be dying to help you. That's the whole reason I'm doing this podcast right now. I want to help you. So guys, thank you so much for listening. Again, if you have a question, I urge, urge, urge you to reach out to me. I would love to help. We'll talk, we'll talk next time, guys. Thanks so much.